Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week for the Disruptor Series, I am joined by the Happy Fits. Hello. Hello. Thank you guys for coming in. You guys are our first in-person, in-studio band. That's so exciting. Over a year. Yesterday was our first first show back, yeah. Yeah, Indoors. It was our first time playing like our lead single off of our album that came out a year ago. In in front front of people people inside. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Wow. Very (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Did you guys do a, a bunch of radio like interviews and stuff before the pandemic? Uh, not many in studio. We did one like Lincoln, Nebraska, I think. Yeah, was, it was all it. college radio. Um, oh, we did go to like 101.5 in New Jersey. That's like the only main one. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, we did. That was and a long time ago though. Yeah. yeah. Funny story about our first album. We were scheduled to do a college radio. And we were all working day jobs at the time, and we just totally forgot. On the day that our album was released, we forgot to go to the radio station. <laughs> and, like, I had to, like, hide in the freezer at my work and, like, call the radio. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I'm on shift, and it was Father's Day, and, like, the place was packed. I'm oh. like, I gotta get to my table. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> so. I actually did an interview with one band uh, who Zoomed from his car. So oh, we nice. had two people in a room and then one person driving to work. And he was like, I'm sorry, I didn't plan this very well. And then he saw a naked homeless guy on the side of the street. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was Run River North. Very oh, nice. Yeah. No way. <laughs> they were famous for doing their videos in the Honda, right? Yeah. It was the Honda? Yeah. 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 I know Run River North. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. So let's get to know a little bit more about you. How did you guys all come together, and uh, who are you? Let's everybody say your name. Uh, I'm Ross. I'm the guitar player. I'm Luke. I'm the drummer. I'm Calvin. I'm the cellist. <laughs> and, and we're the happy. We're the happy. Yeah. Happy yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We the guys met in high school. We all went to North Hundred in high school uh, in New Jersey. We're all from New Jersey, and they had classes together. Um, did a few covers and then started writing original music and they needed a drummer and so I'm great friends with Ross's older brother Kyle uh, so I'm a, just a great above them and he recommended me and then yeah I recorded on the EP and from then we've just been doing this yeah yeah we decided to drop out of school college after our first semester so that's when we released our EP and it started getting traction on Spotify and we just we're like this is actually what we want to do with our lives rather than get a degree so we've been <laughs> out of school for like pulled a dave girl and we, yeah uh, yeah we're Bought really a happy we did <laughs> yeah <laughs> played a bunch of basements and yeah <laughs> what direction were you going to go well like what degrees were you trying to oh get? god oh. <laughs> i was studying politics and then i learned like probably two weeks in that i didn't want to study politics and i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do now um yeah i was doing a uh, classical cello down in georgia at mercer university yeah mm. that's how i met my girlfriend adele who's in the corner hi adele hey <laughs> i uh, was going to school for it was called popular music emphasis at william patterson university which basically was just like getting a performance degree with a business degree but i didn't have to do like any juries or like tests on performance which was like really nice and everyone was like I didn't even know that was a major you could get I wish I did that because I've been freaking out over my final for <laughs> the past few months but, <laughs> but yeah so two of you already knew that music was the way you wanted to go <laughs> yeah yes yeah <laughs> you're the wild card yeah I was <laughs> yeah 
was going to run for president. I, I can't even legally run for president. I was born in Scotland, so I don't oh. even know what I was doing. The, the real degree was called international relations, quote-unquote, but all the classes were politics classes, and it was horrible. International relations sounds like you were going to be a spy. Yeah. I, I, no, there's still a chance, you know? <laughs> this is your undercover. Well, give me any ideas. Maybe I already am, you know? <laughs> So what is that feeling of, of making your art and being able to finally showcase it in front of other people in this very traditional setting mm-hmm. when most of your experience is non-traditional? It's very relieving, I yeah. guess, because we haven't really had, like, you know, when we did it live streaming and everything, you can't, like, see people's facial expressions or, like, you can just, like, see what they're typing. And so definitely seeing people's reaction and knowing the words and, like, singing along definitely was like it's a big morale booster for sure yeah there's the kind of like energy and like headspace that you get in when you perform live in front of like people and it really helps you kind of just forget about every all of your worries and just really focus on just expressing yourself and uh yeah i definitely felt that last night for the first time in a while and i'm i hope people in the crowd also felt it too that's you know the reason we go to shows and everything Mm -hmm. did you guys do a lot of touring before Yes. yes, we were trying to. Last year, we were trying to tour basically the whole year, in yeah. in the summers as well. But like we had a bunch of stuff planned, and it all fell apart. Yeah. So it was weird we were, though. Like we, for the past like four years, we've basically been touring nonstop, yeah. we, like, whenever we can. We would do our own like DIY tours where we book it ourselves. I think we were one of the last shows at the Frequency. Do you remember? Oh it? wow! Yeah, we were one of the last shows there, uh, which was awesome because it was such a good introduction to Madison. Cause yeah, it's right by the yeah. Lake, and when it's beautiful. downtown, and yeah. it's such an eclectic bar. Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. It was a nice. It was show a really too. fun show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a great we were, crowd. We were playing to like 10, 15 people that whole tour in Madison. There were like fifty people. In the room. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so fifty people happening. in the frequency is a pretty tight show. That's, <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. has enough room to dance. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good time for sure. Yeah, we were actually in Phoenix, Arizona when uh, the pandemic like hit, and so our managers called us and were like, "You have to come home like right now." Yeah. And so we kind of saw everyone like first wearing masks, and we're like in the middle of Texas at that point, and we're like, "What is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was raiding Walmarts, and yeah. we couldn't find any water or food. <laughs> I remember driving home and thinking, like, all right, we'll be back out on the road in, like, a month or two. Because, yeah. like, it was so hard to, like, accept that what we knew touring was, like, our life. Now we're yeah. back four years. 400 days later. Yeah, something like that. It really took a long time to really, like, come to terms with what our life was going to be yeah. like <laughs> for a year. When we hear... You know, as regular people hear about the toilet paper shortage and bottled water and stuff, I hadn't considered that like bands on the road need that stuff to live on the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the water was a bummer. It was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like- we, we always have like a case or two of water in the van because we don't know how long we're going to go until the next stop. And, you know, you can't you can't bring a Brita on a on a <laughs> on a, on a or bus. Or be really so, messy, I guess. Or a van. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to stop a lot to refill. Yeah. A yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have a hose that we could borrow? <laughs> Every hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is your live show going to change 
after all this time off the road, have you used this time to be able to like kind of amp up your live show, yeah. or is it going to be pretty similar, or what's the what's the deal? Um, so we did a lot of live streaming over the break that we had, and that was a lot of fun because we got to experiment with like pedals and also light systems. Like there was one point where he was using a MIDI drum, and each drum was rigged to a light we set up in our rehearsal space. Oh. So that was really fun to work with. Uh, our managers are like, you can't take that It got that a little out of control. Yeah, because there was like, <laughs> need to dial it back a bit. There were like lights on my cello at one point that would like blink whenever you hit the kick drum and like <laughs> wires all over the ground. Uh, but our live show definitely is going to be totally different from the last time we saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we're finally at the point where we can bring like a real crew on the road with us. Um, still in the van, like we're still going to be driving ourselves. It's not like any tour bus situation, but mm. we're hopefully bringing like a, like a lighting person if all fall works out so we'll actually have like a an, like a light show and uh yeah. we might start using some some backing tracks to give it more of a full sound because on on the records we try to make us sound as large as possible but in reality there's only three of us so there's only so much we can do so we're trying to add things to make us sound larger than just the three of us i guess yeah we had a lot more time i guess because we had this break so that came with a lot of experimenting and moving to brooklyn like three blocks from the studio we've been recording at so we really have been able to dive in with our manager who is also our producer and um yeah made this like very much bigger sound than we would have been able to otherwise so definitely it's going to be a lot more, I guess, full when you see us in concert next. But yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I think your guys' sound is pretty full, just with all the different instruments. Now, my perspective is from a, a small studio, <laughs> so you guys are filling up this room real nicely. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. What, if any, other instruments would you add? Um, saxophone. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. Because you, uh, our, our manager. Bass does not prefer saxophone our biggest drawback live is not having a bass player because Calvin takes some leads like solos on his cello and when he drops out from playing the bass it's only my guitar left and my guitar's not meant for like really low end so it sounds like yeah. something's missing you know so we in our hometown shows in Asbury Park we do a holiday show every year which we couldn't do last year, unfortunately. But um, we it was the first time we brought in extra musicians. We brought in some backup singers, and we brought in a bass, bass player and some percussion. And it, was, it was really cool. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to ha finally hear it, what it would sound like with an actual bass player. But instead of bringing a member on the tour, we're just going to use a backing track, probably, yeah. <laughs> to get that sound. Yeah. Would you ever use synth or anything like that yeah uh, um yeah we we have them on some so we have a song best tears off of our first record that we put synth on um i'd say our favorite synth right now is the mellotron the mellotron like, yeah the, the strawberry field sound yeah uh she wants me is a song off of our our most recent record there's a little synth in the beginning there but we're actually in the studio right now we're experimenting a lot with it <laughs> just mm -hmm. for fun so do each of you have an active part in writing the music? Yeah, it's definitely like a group process where it's someone will have like the in initial inspiration, but by the time it gets from like that part to the final product, it's it goes through like everyone's filter. So it's it's something that we're all really proud about by the time it gets released. Yeah. Yeah. Do you all see music the same way? Definitely not. 
No. <laughs> no. He has to, great, which is when he teaches, or like when he's like, I want a drum beat that's like, Scots. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's how he teaches me. And then with Ross, he's like, oh, this is an A minor chord. Like, for me, it's like he's not going to give me a sheet of music to really read. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. kind of hard to, I guess, tell someone how to play the drums unless you make those sounds. <laughs> yeah. I grew up like strictly classical, like just reading music. And then I met Ross. He just like ripped solos and everything. I'd be like, like, you must like know so much music. And he was like, no, I just like, I can just solo because I practice a lot. Like, do, like, yeah, I don't know any music like, theory. So yeah. I, I did it all by ear. Um, yeah. So that's where we are different. So he'll start like telling me, he's like, all right, you go to the four chord, then the six chord. Then the, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's fine that we've, we've learned over the years how each other works. So now we know easily how to teach each other parts and, and describe things to each other. Luke definitely has the most fun language, which means like, you be like, and I'll do it. And I look at them like, like this? More like, it's really fun. We look like idiots when we're trying to explain a beat or something. Your guys' songs are so upbeat. That is also part of the whole vibe you want to put out there that's also where you came up with your name and everything mm. what is the name mean meaning for you um i guess uh we made it up when we were going to record our song dirty imbecile at like a demo studio where the guy was like i'll give you an hour for free and then we can decide if we want to record everything and we were driving there didn't have a band name and i was like what if we did smiley fits and then ross was like that's really bad <laughs> so then i think it was it your mom or something was like what about happy fits and then yeah because she was like i always see you guys like smiling but smiling's not the right word so she's like you guys are always happy that's like the energy you give off so why don't you call yourselves the happy fits yeah and we this were is like monteith is the backbone of our entire career <laughs> yeah definitely she's but, our foundation our but, rock <laughs> but also we were like sure we're running like 20 minutes late let's go with it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we ran into the studio and we thought eventually we would change the name but nope but no we never did yeah, no, <laughs> and now we always gotta be happy. and we're happy we, we're happy we stuck with it though and yeah. i'm glad it resonates with people yeah <laughs> if you were to do an emo album or a bunch of sad songs would you release it as the sad bouts oh maybe, maybe. We gotta talk later off radio. We'll, we'll figure this out. Have like an alter ego band. <laughs> See, my alter ego band. Whoa, yeah. Sorry, we actually talked about this in the studio a couple of weeks ago. We were trying to come up with like alternate band names, and mine was Gator Skater. I thought that was a cool Ooh, one. We actually we do have like a EDM kind of. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. We do side project I think, that we're working on. Oh gosh. Uh, Mr. Whiskers and the Cephalopods. Yeah. We made an April Fool's prank that said the band was breaking up, and uh, we did break up, and we, we made this band called Mr. Whiskers. And the, and the cephalopods, yeah. That was, like, that, means, that was like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, and now we just are, that's yeah. another band that is forever stuck in our house. At our, uh, at our album release party, it was virtual, because we were in the middle of COVID, so we did, um, we did a, a live stream event where there was a guest DJ, and then... After the DJ was done, we sat down in the studio that we recorded it at and played each song live at like from 11 to midnight. And then at midnight, the album came out. And the DJ set was Mr. Whiskers and the Cephalopods. <laughs> so they made their first live appearance. Yeah. And 
I think they were better than that. I think, yeah, yeah, they were better than the album, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone on to do much bigger and better things. <laughs> a lot more equipment required yeah. for an EDM band, I would imagine. Yeah. All right, I want to know about each other. So don't answer for yourself. Ooh, fun. What is your favorite thing that the other two bring to the band? Oh. Really Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess, can I go first? Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Luke's, your world and we're living in it. So. Luke's, uh, <laughs> Luke's driving on tour is, is very helpful. And sometimes as scary as it is, but he, he usually, he does a lot of the driving on the days that we wake up and we're exhausted. All of us are exhausted. Luke is like, I got it. And he'll drive for hours. Is it April nonstop. Fool's Day today? <laughs> no, I mean, but it's true though. I mean, there's been many times where none of us want to drive and then he'll take over and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's a great it's help. Um, Calvin, really nothing at all. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, th- I didn't take the time to think about <laughs> what I was going to say about you, but I don't know, Calvin. Um, I feel like there's a lot of times in the past where I'm like, Calvin, you're going too far with this. Like, don't like this is too much. It's not going to work. Nothing's going to work. Like he tries to duct tape everything. I'm like, it's never going to work. But the amount, the amount of times that he saved our shows because of it is like, in, like way more than I would even go as far as to try. I just give up, you know. So you definitely took a totally different turn than I've ever expected. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes we're like, dude, you're going way too far, and then it always works out somehow. So he, yeah, he. He gets he gets things done. He fixes our equipment, and it's very helpful. A great part of that is how your girlfriend is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, maybe, maybe a little bit sometimes. Always use the duct tape. Yeah, that's really hey, gaff tape because it doesn't uh, leave residue. Gaff tape is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, for me, I think well, one, the guys' voices are just really good. So thank gosh for that. Because um, that would be a real bummer if they weren't. <laughs> to see. Um, and yeah, I mean, Ross never gets mad ever, and we try to get him mad, but he just doesn't do it. Um, he's always like a calm head to have around, especially in stressful situations. Um, just Ross is always like a good voice of reason to be around, so that's super helpful. Um, and Calvin literally does everything and you ask him if he needs help and he goes no it would just be faster if i did it (laughs) so calvin just does literally everything um and ross also does a lot too when he's like you know what i know what i have to do i'm gonna do it so they work really hard and they're super awesome guys yeah I guess. I this know. is very weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to I be like I think we should have walls and our voices should be different. I like. feel like we're in couples therapy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Max, we're going to get to like things we can work on. You know? oh, boy. Only if you want to. If you want to go there, we can. But. Such a heavy first interview, Ben. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Luke. <laughs> That's it. Buddy. Okay, okay. I, I don't want this to sound like a knock on Ross. He's so humble. I mean, he's, you know, it's just, uh, I think humble is the best way to put it. But whenever, like, we have, like, an accomplishment, <laughs> Luke, Luke he, he always makes me feel really good about it. Not that Ross doesn't make me feel good, but he's always just, like, he's always very shy. But with, with Luke, I feel like we really celebrate. And sometimes we, like, look at each other and we're like, are we, like, 
this is like the dream. We're, doing, we're, we're following doing the dream. It. And like Ross is always so reserved with it a bit, so it's, it's always good to I'll, release it. I'll say dream. as a joke, and Ross will get really uncomfortable. I'll be like, guys, we're the greatest rock and roll band. And Ross really every time just is like, stop, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very ridiculous. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm so thankful. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ross, I mean, yeah, he just, Ross, I kind of make it his whole family. Like, they, they took me in as their own. They basically adopted me. So, yeah. yeah Monty's adopted two children they didn't know they would have. So yeah, they've definitely. Been great. Yeah. The, the way you guys interact is almost like brothers. Oh, <laughs> oh Cal- Calvin lived with me for a couple of years. Yeah, because yeah. um, right at, when I dropped out of school to do this, my parents weren't happy about it at all. So yeah. I was just like, all right, I'm going to go hide in my other family's house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we're all living together now in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. We just moved in a few months ago, so we're with each other every day. It does feel like we're we're brothers, you know? Yeah. The next Hansons, or? <laughs> <laughs> Change your last name to the Happy Fits. Do we have a timeline for the new album? We do have a timeline. We're recording all of August and September, and then um, hopefully it'll be done by October. Oh, nice. And then as to when it comes out, that's... It's no still yet to be determined. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. We'll let you know when yeah. we know, though. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't. But it's hard to say if that that's what we're most excited about, or if it's the just being able to tour. Because yeah. once November comes, we're going to be on the road until like May, basically. So yeah. It's May. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really weird just doing one tour off of this album that we worked like day and night on for yeah. the past year and then it's like all right well i guess we gotta tore off this new album mm-hmm. um yeah i just can't it's very odd to look back and we were super fortunate and it's just during the pandemic and it's crazy to think of like all these other bands that also released music during this time and they expected to just be touring for you know 365 days of the year and they didn't get to um so i will say a huge lifeline for us over the quarantine was radio stations like you. So thank you for, for yeah. promoting our music so much and inviting yeah. us here today. Um, well, thank you guys for uh, <laughs> participating with that stuff. <laughs> oh, doing live streams, doing Zoom calls, still putting out new music, and not saying, well, we're just not going to do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys have helped us out in that way of, of being able to give us new content to relate to our listeners and... <laughs> and background and and stuff to talk about so we love that thank you thank you very much uh tour plans you are not coming to madison Mm. not on this tour but hopefully we're trying to for our uh for for the next one yeah we're gonna we're gonna yell at our managers because we love it here (laughs) we gotta gotta come back Yeah. yeah i think you do drive through and you have two nights in chicago one of them is sold out already yep yep yeah kitchen and then and we're, we're playing the subterranean. subterranean yeah. yeah, which will be really cool. Yeah, there's yeah. also one in Minneapolis, so mm-hmm. you will be driving through Madison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. stop for yeah. some curds yes. or something. Yes. Uh, but also, <laughs> I'm uh, talking to the beautiful Alana over here. We're gonna see if we can try to send some people to Chicago. That'd be great. So yeah, so awesome. that'd be awesome. Yes. We'd love to meet more of the crew here. More the merrier. If they could yeah. bring some cheese from the cheese <laughs> castle, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> the cheese castle no is chance. a scam. No. <laughs> <laughs> we we went there once on our on one of our DIY tours. We were going to Milwaukee to play a show. Um, 
and we went to the Cheese Castle, and then when we saw it, a couple of our friends came out, they're like, never go to the Cheese Castle, it's a tourist trap. Yeah. And it I was, was really expecting expensive. more cheese. <laughs> I woke yeah. up in the van, and I look out the window, and I was like, we're at a castle, and it says cheese on it? I was like, where are we? And it's on Mars? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, and there's nothing around. It's just like that building and the highway. the highway. Yeah. So I was like, where did everybody go? I guess they have all sorts. There's the cheese chalet. Yeah. There's uh, mouse house. The mouse house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All sorts of great places. That's yeah. so funny. Well, yeah, we definitely got to check yeah. them all out. We love cheese, so it would be ideal <laughs> for us. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. We are going to check out the produced and not acoustic version of Hold Me Down right now on The Resistance. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you.